Private Lender Podcast, Episode 85. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Winston Churchill, who said, My price of greatness is responsibility. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and this is episode 85. If you're looking for practical tips and advice on mitigating risk in your private lending, then you're in the right place. If you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can avoid them, then pull up a chair, my friend, because this podcast is created for those who are looking to take control of their financial future and passively diversify into real estate-backed investments without banks and Wall Street or toilets, tenants, and termites. Ultimately, I want to create a tribe of lenders that act as the bank to active real estate investors, but also change the way we think about money, but more importantly, the way we teach their kids and the future generations about money. And together, we can all prosper without the too-big-to-fail banking system. I don't know about you guys, but I, for one, am getting ready for the next downturn. I'm not doing anything drastic, but just mentally getting prepared and going to start collecting the acorns and the cash. Because when there's blood in the streets and the banks tighten up, it will be private lenders paradise. It'll be private lenders who provide the capital to keep the real estate market churning ahead. So that's why I want to build this tribe of lenders. And I want to thank you for being a part of that tribe and for watching or listening today. So let's go ahead and get down into the brass tacks. On today's episode, I wanted to give you my thoughts on Quest Trust Company's self-directed IRA expo that just happened this weekend. It ended about two and a half hours ago, uh, maybe three. And man, did the gang over at Quest really step up and it really outdid themselves again this year. I'd like to thank everyone over there at Quest from Quincy, Nathan, Nate, Juan, Rebecca, Haley, Keaton, and most of all, I want to send a big thank you to Anne-Marie for having me speak on the private money panel and for letting me be a part of such a, a truly, truly great and wonderful event. So thank you, everybody. And I'm really looking, I'm already looking forward to to next year's expo. And that's why I wanted to kind of break my programming schedule and go ahead and record this today and get it out in about a week or so, just because I want to talk about what I was still in my mind and I'm still a little giddy about conferences and or the expos, giddy about it and what I learned, who I met, a lot of cool stuff. So let me just go ahead and dive right into that and just say, of course, I've met a lot of very interesting people. I call brand newbies all the way to who barely have any capital or just starting off in their investing, a real estate investing career. I met a few newly made millionaires looking for options, where to park some money, and very, very interesting people from all over the country. They're hard money lenders, lawyers, IRA specialists. That's what Quest, everyone at Quest is pretty much a specialist, and they specialize in a certain area so that group questions can get answered very, very quickly. But there were gurus and coaches, typical seminar, expo stuff, but there are a ton of people just like you and me, and I guess there's about a thousand attendees. I'm not sure how many vendors and sponsors and speakers, but it was a great expo. And I spent as much time as I could watching it and not at the table at the booth, probably much to my detriment or the podcast's detriment, but it was, that's how good it was. So it was long, it was a three-day weekend, but it was really cool. And like I said, there are a ton of people just like you and me, those of us who are looking for more from our investments and retirement accounts. And and you guys, you could extrapolate that to life in general for we are the seekers and hopefully one day we'll be the knowers. 
I did feel like there was a lot of kindred spirits there with many of the attendees and the vendors. And, you know, this is why we drag our, our hungover selves down to the ballroom uh, to listen and to learn and to meet uh, and to increase our network and therefore our net worth with these type of events. So no disappointment there. I unfortunately did hear several tales of woe from people who knew enough but didn't know what they were really doing. So they made some mistakes that I rail against and preach against because I've made those same mistakes too. So hopefully I was able to give these people a little bit of comfort and some empathy for their mistakes. You don't need to beat yourself up too much, just enough to to where you don't do it again. But after that, you should stop it. Some of these classic mistakes were trusting the borrower in regards to the value of the property or looking at only the comps that they have cherry picked and not running their own or getting their own CMA competitive market analysis or yeah, some type of comp run from the MLS active or not active, but recently sold within the last three months, preferably in the last month is even better. They trusted, they got burned. Some people didn't use their attorney to draft the documents and in some cases we recycled documents, which again, I rail against and because I've made the mistake and it's one you feel like you feel dumb. You feel pretty dumb when it happens. And that's why I say, don't do it. Just set that in your head. It's non-negotiable. And some of the other kind of tell mistakes or the ones you see a lot, they didn't get a lender's policy, titled insurance policy. And, and there was a, somebody was contested, an heir came out of the woodwork. Or in some cases, people, rather than using the title company and sending money only to a title company, they sent wires or checks, certified checks, cashier's checks directly to the borrower. You never want to do. So I heard some of those stories and hopefully the people that told them to me, well, I want to thank you for sharing your stories with me and don't feel too bad. You're going to be better on the next time. And like I said, just shoot me an email before you do a loan and you know, let me just have a quick once over because I can spend five minutes and save a lot of heartache. So anyway, tales of woe, you get them. And of course, everyone thinks the sky is falling. The recession is in the bag, which seems logical that that's kind of where we're going. But I made the joke of the, the next recession starting in the next two to 24 months. So, and everyone kind of agreed. Yeah, nobody can, everyone knows it's coming. We just don't know when. And, you know, as the signs start to, to show up. So I thought that was very interesting, but this makes flippers nervous, landlords a little nervous sometimes, newbies nervous, but it makes private lenders like me very, very excited. So I'm gathering my acorns and getting ready for that. But another takeaway was that opportunity still exists. There's still very much opportunity out there. I've met a lot of people looking to deploy their capital and met a lot of people looking to fund their deals or finding deals or projects. Met people from typical single family flipper to people that do commercial land development, buy old buildings and reconvert them, convert them into a new use. But there was plenty of deals and plenty of cash out there for it. You got to go to these events and network for it, meet people. And one of the talks that Quincy Long gave the inherited Roth IRA which I told Nate here, I said, look, I'm just going to grab that audio and that's going to be a full episode on the show because it is, yeah, Quincy's a very smart man and he's a big fan of this. There's good reason why, but I'm going to let him explain why. But you can get extremely creative with several panels with attorneys that were mixing self-directed IRA accounts with entities and not only 401ks, IRAs, LLCs. and Yeah, it was over my pay grade to say the least, but the big takeaway was you can get very creative, very legally, very ethically, very morally, and you can give your grandkids one hell of a start in their financial life with the inherited Roth IRA. So pay attention. That'll be coming soon, but there's a lot of opportunity out there. 
Go find it, go sniff it out. And not everything's going to work out because coming up to the really huge, 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 huge takeaway is do the due diligence. And yeah, do the do right there. I'm trying to do this for the Facebook folks. There it is. That's the new phrase of the year. Do the do. And it came out on every panel. It came out on every talk. I understand there were a couple of, a uh, few sales pitches from the stage, but everybody, it's, you got to do the due diligence. And that just comes back into pillar number one for the Private Lender Podcast. Never trust, always verify. And that made me feel good. And in fact, one guy stopped and asked if he could picture the back of my shirt where it says, never trust, always verify, privatelenderpodcast.com. So I was happy to oblige him and let him have a photo. And it, um, yeah, it was kind of weird. It made me a little uncomfortable, but I, it's kind of cool at the same time. So there, there's my 15 seconds of fame for the weekend. Another takeaway that came from, there were some amazing speakers up there, Quincy, John Heyer, Jeff Watson. There's three lawyers right there you want to listen to, even though Quincy doesn't practice, John and Jeff do. And Man, wealth of knowledge and experience from, from those two gentlemen there. And one of the things I think, I think it was Jeff said, you know, you kept pounding, make consistent contributions to your retirement accounts every month, every paycheck, because that consistency will pay you dividends in the long run. And it, look, there's nothing new with that, but it's, it is so true that we often forget. When we open up the account, start working with it, and we stop contributing to it. Government allows either five or six or $7,000 a year, depending on your age and your income status. And yes, that benefits Quest because of, you know, the more accounts that they, they get, the more fees, but totally okay with that. There's some really interesting and creative things out there that you can do. And Quest is at the forefront of, of teaching people how to do it. So lots of that this weekend. So yeah, can contribute, but also things do plant seeds now so that you can let them grow and they'll have a shade tree in, in a few years. And do the work now, put in the effort now to make sure your, your future is secured. So there was a lot of talk about that, planting your seeds. But the real... I guess the big takeaway for me this weekend, not just on the education side, or, but more on the speaker side, is that uh, reputation is everything. It takes a lifetime to earn and only a second to burn and to lose it. Yeah, I've heard this and known this my whole life, but it really struck me over the weekend and it hit me in, the, in between the eyes because I met and saw the remains of people who had, had been taken advantage of. And it is demoralizing to these people. And yeah, okay, they should have known better, whatever. You can make arguments for both sides. I'm not, I just hate seeing people getting taken advantage of that don't know any better. In fact, I'm not going to name any names. I'm not pointing any fingers. It's just, I want to take a nice 30,000 foot view with this because I really feel like I need to go on the record with this. I don't want to bring anybody down, but I understand this does this. This is a bummer, but I, I really do you want to go on, on the record because I heard a ton of rumors over during the expo from people, vendors, operators, investors, lenders, and Events involving human beings, there were a ton of rumors floating about. Some of it was about the stock market and this is going to happen, that's going to happen. But there were some rumors about someone basically that I've had on the show, but they apparently had an, an investment that did not turn out as anticipated or I'm not sure what the chain of events is. But the bottom line is the rumors are this person is now being sued, has lawsuits against them. Again, this is somebody I've had on the show, somebody I looked up to, I still do, I think. but. Immediately, I'm saddened by that, but also at the same time, that's sadness is an emotion. So, I, okay, take the emotion out of it. What's the logical thing? There are three sides to every story. In the case of a husband and wife, there's his, hers, and the truth. So, or, you know, somewhere in between is the truth. So, I like to look at it 
like that. And I'm, I'm not condemning this person who's apparently, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't researched to confirm whether or not these lawsuits are, have actually been filed in the, at the courthouse. I can either confirm nor dispel these rumors. I'm not saying anyone's name because I don't want to further them on because it doesn't matter if the horror stories are true or they're not. Reputation is everything. And that's really the lesson here because of course you don't screw people over. You know, you're going to always comes back to bite you in the ass, but rumors are already out there doing the damage regardless of what happened, right? And let's say something bad did happen, but it has nothing to do with lawsuits or it doesn't matter. It's, there's tarnish on the act on the person now and on their credibility, on their personality, on their integrity. And as someone who I aspire and make no bones about it to be an online educator. And I really take this to heart because I have to be mindful who I bring onto the show because I want to bring people on that have something that's interesting to say, or perhaps a product or service that private lender nation may find useful, could actually find useful. And I have to keep crispy clean reputation. And I sure as hell don't want to bring a fox into the hen house to eat all the eggs. But it's apparent that prided myself on verifying things and not even I can keep things like this from happening or being affected by it. Not this is happening, but how much verification I do. I mean, sometimes shit does happen. Things go south. And it, you know, things like that that ruin reputations or at least they become roadblocks. Or they, they knock you off course for a little time. And I don't know what happened, but it's my opinion that when things like this do happen, that immediate and sincere communication is the only thing that can stop bad feelings and the rumor mill, especially from starting up. But that communication has to come in real time and long before any crap goes down. If you borrow somebody's money, whether it be mine or friends or relatives, a bank or from a hard money lender, my belief that immediate, accurate, real-time and sincere communication is the only way to deal with mistakes and losses or downturns or unfortunate events. I tell you this because over the next few months, I'll be having guests and providing some affiliate links to some of those guests. What this means is I'll have links to other people's products or services and I will receive compensation, a commission or an affiliate fee for the purchase that you make. And I want to put it out there and tell you out first right now, this is how it works. If you click on a link, you're either going to give up, you're going to buy something, you're going to give up your money <laughs> or perhaps some information, an email address, a name or number or whatever. But that's how this online world works. And it's taken me the last year and a half to, I guess, come to the table and play the game with the rules that are set out or start to learn the rules that are set out so I can play the game. And then I just want to be one of those cheesy people that send out an email every day with another different affiliate link. So don't worry, but you're not going to get that. And I only want to bring people on that actually help. I have a service that may help Lender Nation. So I'm probably going to start an email address so that I can get some feedback about that as we move forward. But yeah, I want to give you, you know, tell you that, you know, yes, of course, to me, it goes without saying, you have my word that I'm going to do everything I can. The people that come onto the show and not allow a scammer or a charlatan to get in front of the Lender Nation so that they can feel safe about the people that I bring around, or at least you can feel like, I'm not just bringing some Joe Schmo off the street saying, hey, I can make you rich and sell my product. I'm not doing that. However, at the same time, I can't beg you and ask you to and require you to, to please, 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 please do the due diligence. Do your own due diligence on anybody that I promote or allow to pitch or sell their wares. This goes from when you're looking at you know, members for your lending team, like attorneys, appraisers, brokers, inspectors note servicing companies, borrowers, operators, fund managers, you know, so on and so forth. I'm going to try to bring people on that I believe are out doing the right thing and doing the good thing. But unfortunately, sometimes crap happens and there's risk in every investment. There's risk in driving down the freeway to go to your office or home every day. So I guess what I'm asking is, let's can we agree I'm asking you to let's both do our part for both our sakes and 
do the due diligence, never trust, always verify. I'm going to have to do a whole episode on that. That's the hashtag. It's fucking copyrighted or do something crazy like that, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. But yeah, that's really the big takeaway, especially now that the market is frothy, the economy's frothy, quote unquote deals that are being bought and sold that you just look and people are already losing money. They're already lost money on the buy. Even if it's cash flowing for the next 12 months, they're ultimately going to lose money because they're just buying too high. So from that, do the due diligence, learn as much as you can. I promise I'm going to bring people on that I think can help. If you disagree, I certainly want to hear about that. Or if one of them screws you over, absolutely, I want to, I want to hear about that because I feel it would be up to me to step in and help if I can. And two, send a message very, very quickly and clearly to the vendor. So, But again, three sides, every story. That's the framework I'm taking away from what I thought was an amazing, amazing Quest Expo. So that's all I have for now. I really do want to thank you for hanging in there and, and listening or in this, some cases watching on, on Facebook. You guys must have nothing else to do. But um, thank you so much. And if you could do me a big favor and leave an honest rating and review over at iTunes, Google Podcast, or whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast, the more ratings and reviews it gets, it helps put the episodes into the ears and more and more people just like you and me. And we want to take control of our money and our future and asking you to help me out and get the word out there so we can all get our slice. And also please connect with me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Bigger Pockets. All those links can be found at uh, privatelenderpodcast.com. Again, I appreciate you listening. I want to thank you for your time and your consideration. And please keep reaching out to me, email, I really appreciate it, or Facebook Messenger. I do appreciate all the feedback I get. Even if I haven't responded to you, please keep it coming. I want to thank everyone with whom I spoke to over the weekend. I really learned a ton and that I'm going to start writing things down before I forget them. As soon as I'm done recording, I got to write a bunch of things down. So besides health and happiness and self-awareness, I wish you all happy and prosperous private lending. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.